We are the original OA and OD. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Alexis Thompson. And I'm Don McLean. Oh, we're from My Talk 1071 in the Twin Cities. We are everything entertainment. We talk about pop culture, movies, TV, and of course, the OA. And girl, we are in the final countdown. This is the last episode yes. of season one. Yes, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Rocco who made our little opening song there. He's our production guy here at My Talk 1071. He is yeah, awesome. he's rocking. He lives up to his name. Yeah, he does. Pretty cool. Yeah, this this episode really everything that was been building for the first seven episodes, it kind of comes crumbling down. Yeah, crumbling down. Oh, really? That's how you see it, huh? I that's exactly how I see it. Yeah, ah. because it just makes you really question everything. You know, she says in the very beginning when she gets her disciples, the five, and says, "Hey, you're gonna believe everything, or close your eyes." And listen to me until you believe it uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah. And I think we all went on the ride and we were believing it. Yeah. And we should still believe it because it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. By the end of this, I was like, oh, really? Ooh, ooh, ooh yeah. What's happening? I can't wait to talk about that. Ooh, ooh. And I had more, I had more questions than I did in the first episode. Oh, That's which what ended up happening. what every great show does, Alexis. <laughs> true. <laughs> and that also, at the very end, we also should talk about a possible season two. And if we want that as well. Right. I we want to know what happens. Yeah. I don't even think, well, we we can get into that later um, at the end, but I don't know if it's going to happen. I'll mm. just say that because I've read some articles with good old yes. Britt Marling. Yeah, she might not want it because it, it is really open to interpretation what happens. so She kind of likes, I think. But yeah, we'll get into that a little yes. bit. Yes. Oh, so we ended episode seven with a gun to Hap's head. The sheriff walks in and sees that he's got people in his basement. He's got video cameras up all over the place. What the heck is going on? Yes. And um, we're pretty excited at this point because we want them to be rescued. Yes. I mean, I was excited. Were you? Yeah, I was. I thought, I'm like, oh, oh good. good. We're going to they're going to take him down. Yes. But there's Hap. Sweet talking Hap. Oh, he somehow convinced him. Well, we don't really know this at this point, but he, he says, look, I, I know your wife has ALS. You came last time to ask about a cure or at least some research and how, how it's going. He says, I can help you with that. Yeah. He's like, please don't take me in. Basically, I can help you. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> does it work? Because what we see next, Hap, the sheriff, they're going down into the basement. The, the, the five down there, they see, and they're so excited because thinking, yes, there's a sheriff. We're good. He's handcuffed. Yeah. What now? Right. They think they're being rescued. They freak out. They start banging on the glass. They're laughing. They're crying, jumping up and down. Oh, my gosh. And we still at this point think maybe (laughs) they're getting rescued. This could be it. Oh, no. He opens up the cage for O.A. and Homer. Yeah. And up the stairs they go. Right. He's like, I need these two. Mm -hmm. Take them upstairs because the goal is to have Homer and... OA heal Evelyn because they did it with Scott. Yeah. So he knows that he can, they together through the movements, their two movements that they do can cure her, or he hopes just to get out of the clutches of the sheriff that they can cure her ALS. Right. And of course, Hap has a thermal camera. So we see their, their body heat as she's on the bed. So, so they do, they go get Evelyn, the sheriff's wife, bring her back, put her on a bed in Hap's house and away, Homer, 
They get into the room uh-huh. and they start doing the movements, which look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. I know when they did it with Scott. I don't know why. It was like, oh, okay, great. Because we didn't know what was going to happen. Right, right. And we still don't know what's going to happen with Evelyn at this point. But they start to do it. And they're doing it with perfect feeling. And they first discuss not doing it right so that they can be rescued. Because, you know, Homer's like, listen, we need to screw this up so that it doesn't happen. And then the sheriff gets mad and we get rescued. And... The O is like, you know, if we would do that, then we wouldn't be who we say we are, which is angels. We can't do that. So they go ahead and, you know. And they do it. And actually, I thought for a second, Homer, not a bad idea. Yeah. Because you could keep them hostage, you know, and try to figure out what to do. But nope. They do it with perfect feeling. The electricity goes out. Right. And Evelyn, who has ALS, you know, so her body is, is very stiff. And she reaches out and touches OA. Right. And she starts telling them a story that when she was a little girl, turns out she had a near-death experience. Right. And she says that uh, she asks them, will you guard this with your life, the fifth movement? And their eyes light up because this is what they've been waiting for. Right. They did the right thing. Right. Right. They did the right thing. And they've been asking Katoon for this fifth movement, getting really depressed because it's been like a year or two since they've had the last one. So this was the key to to be their their good selves and to actually have a conscience since Alexis and I don't. And we wanted them to. (laughs) But really, what's better when you think about it? If they didn't do it, they would get rescued. Then they would all be back with their families. And then that's kind of your side, the where you wanted her to go with this. Yes. But doing this the right way, or what I think is the right way, mm-hmm. they're getting the movement so they can move on together. into the other dimension. Yeah. Right. And all of them together. So yeah. that's true. That is true. So it could be a blessing, could be, who knows. But, uh, you know, you wonder, like, what's going to happen here? So she, Evelyn goes, all right, well, I, I have the fifth movement, and she performs it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a V and like, kind of, <laughs> let's do it. Just, hey, how does it's it go? Like, 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 like a V and you're by your fingers. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. It's <laughs> like you smell something stinky. Yeah. <laughs> You've got, it's like a you're v. seeing, you know, like there's, there's French fries and pizza. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> French fries, pizza, other hand goes down. Perfect. I know exactly how to do it from listening to this podcast yeah, now. That's exact. Yeah. French fries, pizza, your hand goes down. Perfect, <laughs> Perfect mo- movement. <laughs> and it works. It works. They keep doing it. You see the thermo heat going on. Hap is watching. They can't hear anything. Yeah. But they're seeing it. And as, as they go along, yeah, there we go. Yeah. She feels she's herself again. Right, so they get the fifth movement, and then Prairie and Homer get to touch each other for the first time. I wanted them to kiss each other. Can we please get some kissing? I mean, we did have Homer kissing Renata. They got down and dirty with each other, but I wanted them to kiss. Can't we just have a little bit of that? What would have happened, do you think? 
I don't know. Just Rainbows would have shot out of their mouth or uh, something. They would have gone into another dimension, the sex dimension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bow chicka wow wow dimension. Which, which brings us to Hap putting a stop to this real quick. Yes. Oh, and we also have the clip too of the of Evelyn, the wife, talking about not oh, only oh, yeah. does she know the fifth movement, but she talks about her spirit animal and what she eats. So here's that. One day you will help two captive angels. It will be very hard. It will be very painful. But you must stay alive to give this to them. And a white moth flew from her mouth into mine. I swallowed it. Okay, mm. yeah, so that's what happened to her. Mm, gosh, okay. Yes, yeah. that was intense. That made me so happy. Yeah, you know, with the two captive angels, and then when she says, I have the fifth movement, it just, I was, oh my gosh, this is it. This is it's it. It's all coming together, yes. It's all coming together. And then it all comes crashing down. <laughs> Pretty much in multiple ways. Oh, you're so happy because this woman, oh. you're like, oh my gosh, is she going to, like, I don't know if her purpose in this world was to give them the movement. Like, yeah. is that why she was born into this earth to have this this terrible disease and then be cured of it in this moment? It just makes you think about what is my purpose on earth? I mean, I do anyway, whenever I watch this show. Yeah, no, I definitely got that too. Just yeah. thinking, whoa, this is like part of the plan. This is her destiny. Mm-hmm. This has been been in the works for how long, you know, her lifetime, plus trying to figure out, you know, how all of these pieces fit together. Mm-hmm. So there is a spark of hope because they get the fifth movement. Now Hap sees it. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of doing it as well. So he kind of gets yeah. the movement. He knows the it movement. too. So for a moment, you know, the sheriff sees this and then runs up to her and they embrace and they have that moment of just... Oh, oh my gosh. Got my wife back. Right. Oh, it's so nice. Hap follows him and sees that the OA and Homer have also started touching. And this is what happens because, well, actually, no, he does. He shoots. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait. So the sheriff and the wife embrace. And then Hap follows him. Yeah. And sees that the OA and Homer at least have started to touch. Right. And then he kills these two in that the bed. That is horrifying. Oh. I was, I started crying. Yeah. I was already starting to tear up because they're getting the fifth movement. And then I'm like, oh no. Oh my God. He is truly evil. He just killed that woman and her husband. Yep. And he didn't care. No. Nope. Really didn't. No. And he sees him touching. And I'm telling you that this sexual it, tension. Yep. He's like, oh heck no. Oh hell no. You're not you, going to touch her. Mm-mm-mm. And... <laughs> Pretty much that's what he says. Don't touch him! Get away from him! Get out! I will shoot Homer! Get out! Homer! Oh, so he slams the door closed. Oh my gosh. They're talking between the sliding door there. Yeah. And, or the door, and he gives her another shot of his little potion that passes him out. Yeah. (laughs) 
his little wizard's his little, yeah his little motion motion and potion <laughs> yeah oh boy oh oh my gosh so then uh do we cut to we cut to her in the car next yes she's so, in the back seat passed out right so homer's back in his cage i assume she's in the back seat of the car you're thinking where are they going what's going on Mm-hmm. And then it's pretty devastating again. One devastating thing after another. He basically tells her, you don't matter. Yeah. Which he is- stops in the middle of nowhere, pulls her out of the car. He straddles her. Yeah. And this is what he says to her. Did you think you were indispensable to the work? To me? Well, you're not. I have the fifth movement. I have Homer. I don't. I don't need you. I'm leaving you exactly as I found you. I don't have to kill you. And even if you get back, we'll be gone. In another dimension. All of us. And you'll be all alone. Mm, With nothing. With no one. (gasps) Oh yeah, he has a knife to her neck. Sky is so big. Trees and a road going somewhere. And I think of Homer and I crab onto him and he kicks me away and he's in the car and he's so fast. Oh. oh my God. And then she's chasing after him because she just wants to be with the other prisoners. She wants to be with them so she can go to the other dimension with them. She doesn't want to be left alone. Yeah. Oh, it's just terrible. Now I really, I mean, there were times whenever I liked Hap, but now, a uh, done deal. Don't like you. This was devastating. Yeah. So now she's back in the present. She's telling the story. She's crying. And just as, you know, she's kind of wrapping the story up, the parents come in. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I mean, just one thing after another with this freaking episode. <laughs> come no. on. It's called The Invisible Self. Well, all we see is the torture of the non-invisible self. The visible visible self, yes. And not only do her parents come in, but all the parents of everyone else. I literally wrote down in my notes, her stupid parents show up, all of them. Nancy takes Prairie away. And they all get their kids. And they're like, well, you know what sucks about this is that they all think that she has some type of like, what are you doing with those boys? Like she's some weird sex madam or something and she's you know it's just there's always some tone of like what are you doing with those teenage boys you know yeah but wouldn't you think that (laughs) if your your kid you found him in an abandoned house they were up on the second floor there were some candles lit they're sitting in a circle she's hyperventilating out of control emotional Okay, not out of control, but, you know, she's emotional. I wouldn't think anything of it. I would think they're having a little, you know, she's immature. She's basically arrested development. She didn't mature past a certain age. So she's hanging out with what she thinks is her peers. I mean, Broderick Allen is there and everybody has. That's weird. There are teachers there. Yeah, everybody has their clothes on. Nothing funny going on here, folks. Just move along, parents. We're just playing with the Ouija board or whatever. Go on. <laughs> yeah, we're just, you know, know. doing we're just this trying stuff. to go to another Talk dimension. To Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I wouldn't be. But, you know, she does have that history of running away and all yeah. this stuff. 
Anyway, I and just no think one it's knows what happened to her. Not even her. She hasn't even shared with her parents what's happened. Yeah. So you go up there and they're like, "Wait, hold on a second. Uh, I mean, you're the parent here, Don. You wouldn't feel that way. I know I'm a parent, but I still <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just separating my feelings as a parent with because we know watching this show. Yeah, that's true. Maybe because uh, yeah, we know. But so yes, yeah, so she goes back with her mom, and then you stupid mom. <laughs> <laughs> her parents go to each of the houses to apologize. Yeah, and she goes to French Alfonso's house and tries to reassure the parents, like you know, so sorry about this. They leave. Alfonso follows them, and he pretty much says, "You know what? I am going to figure out what's going on." Right. I'm so sorry. No, no, they're just, uh, they don't understand what we're doing. You, you were at the Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, I'm Alfonso. That's right. I'm your daughter's friend. And don't worry, I'm going to prove that it's true. But what's true? Her whole story. Everything she went through. Oh, my gosh, how devastating. She told you? Yeah. She told you? Oh, Yeah. As a parent, how hard that must be to hear. It's so funny that um, I do not feel anything for her, and you do. Like, I don't know what that is about me, but uh, maybe I had a rough childhood or something, or really had a lot of separation between me and my mom, but I don't have a lot of empathy for Nancy. I'm not telling... How about Um, Yes, Abel, yes. Um, So, I don't know what it is. I should have those emotions, like... I should have the feelings of being in her place and thinking, I feel jealous that you told someone else. I feel hurt that you told someone else your story and not me. Yeah. I just can't get into that feeling. I don't know why. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Mystery, you really identify with OA. Where I do. she felt, you know, I I don't belong here. These aren't my parents. I don't know why feel they're disconnected. even here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it. You're but... basically more mature than I am. <laughs> Oh, even though I'm older than you, Alexis. I don't know about that, Don, but I, I just, in that moment, you just think, wow, I mean, really, that is the reality of this. Yeah. That she has shared what happened to her with everyone but the people who live with her who have really, have at least done their best yeah. to try yeah. to help her. I never, ever think of this character as me as the mother. I get into the place of, of, of OA. That's the problem. I never think of myself as the mother that I am. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. I That's never think of the OA as my daughter, and if I did, I would probably feel differently about all this. But interesting, deep, deep thoughts here, guys. Yes, Abel sitting at the kitchen table. The phone rings. He goes to it. It's probably the media going, "Hey, what's going on?" Uh huh. So he rips the phone out of the wall, right? Yes, and he gets pissed. We see Abel. Just he's had it. We're they going could, to a hotel, which mm-hmm. I love a good hotel. Yeah. But this is not that great of a hotel. No, they're anyway. like, can we get the blow up bed? <laughs> can, can we get a like, cot over roll here? Roll that baby in here. Yeah, that'll do, babe. So they're sitting. They're sitting in the hotel room. So then she finally decides, I'm going to open up and tell you about what's been going on in the last seven years. All right. And she tells a story and says, "Do you want me to continue?" Here she is revealing what happened to her. The house was by a mine. The cages were in a basement in a room that wasn't that much bigger than this. Yeah, it was. I'm like, really? My bed was against the wall. Sometimes I slept on top of it. 
Sometimes I slept underneath it. There was another cage here and one there. A young man was next to me. We fell in love. I love him. Ooh. We drank water from a trough. We ate food made for animals. I went seven years without touching someone else's skin. Oh. Oh, boy. She's like, do you want me to continue? And they said yes. Yeah. So she continued the story all night. Then they went to bed. And then Nancy wakes up before the other two. And she pulls out the letter. The letter that we were talking about. Does this letter exist? In fact, it does exist. Oh, I took a picture of it, too, so I can read oh it. Oh, my gosh, Let me go you did. Yeah. Oh, girl, okay. look at you. Yeah, I, you took a picture on your TV of the letter. Yes, I did. On my phone. Wow. So she pulls this letter out. I always have to stop things because I don't read very fast when things are on screen. Do you have to rewind things? I had to pause it because okay. I wanted to take the letter, <laughs> yeah. take a picture of the letter. But I'm I also always want... like, oh, let me go back there. She wakes up Abel. This is Nancy. And says, yeah, there was a letter. So here's the letter. Okay. And of course, she wrote it on her computer because remember at the time she's blind. So yeah. <laughs> she did manage to write Prairie, though. So it says, mom and dad, I have to go find my father. I know he is alive and waiting for me. I know you don't believe that, but I will find him and bring him to meet you. It may take time, but I will come back. I'm sorry I couldn't explain any of it to you, so I will just show you. Please don't be mad. Love, Prairie. So you're not as a kid. Oh, God. She can't even trust. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm so glad that you brought up the fact that she was blind at the time when she wrote it because I judged her handwriting. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Why is that so... <laughs> like a third grader or like a first grader. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote it when she was blind. That's yeah. what happens when you're blind and you're trying to write. Thank yes. you, Dawn. Yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> I just took a picture of you reading that letter. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to put it on our Facebook page, which, by the way, you can go to... Uh, Alexis and Dawn do the OA. Yes, find us, like us. Yeah. If you have any questions or maybe you have different interpretations of what happened yeah. in the OA, please share. We'll do another follow-up show as well with everyone's comments. So yeah. check us out. Yes. Okay, so what's going on now? Okay. Uh, he goes to get a waffle. <laughs> yeah, because he is upset, and rightfully so. She's been lying to him for seven years. Yeah. And why would she keep this letter from him? And she straight up lied to him, too, because he she, because the OA brought it up and said, I'm sorry I left. I know you got the letter. And he's like, no, I oh, yeah, the letter. Then when he asked Nancy, she's like, huh? letter <laughs> yeah then she produces the letter and so he goes down to the continental breakfast right, and he's like we i'm making like, a waffle yeah which we all like that whenever mm -hmm. they have a waffle maker at the continental breakfast at a hotel i'm like thank god for this yeah, thing you know what pretty good i love it yeah i love it <laughs> so he goes down there i'm like mm, yum breakfast nourishment and it's free yeah kind of sort of <laughs> kind of yeah. So he's making a waffle and she's like hey i need to talk to you please let me explain and he goes i'm busy I'm making a waffle. And then this little kid gets in between them. Yeah. And I'm like, who's that little actor kid? They just told her to get right up in there. I uh, love it. And he's like, I, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat. And he's just <laughs> trying to avoid her. And then he's, oh, I forgot my coffee. 
and she's really trying to explain. Now they go back to the hotel room. OA wakes up and she tries to make a phone call because she's like, you know what? I got to find my disciples. They need to get me out of here so we can complete our mission. And she's trying to, she's bringing up their names. She's like, okay, um, there's Alfonso. And she couldn't remember any of their last names. She did remember Steve Winchell, but it was unlisted. Yes, right. So yeah. she's kind of going through the names. and She doesn't know French's last name. No. Alfonso. Is his last name French? It's Sosa. Oh. Which we don't find out until we get to their house and he has broken into their house. Oh, right, right, right. And that fake therapist FBI guy is there, <laughs> which we will get to in a second <laughs> because that's just nice and weird. Oh, oh, she's popular. That's nice and weird. I just want to say that I got really excited about the fact that I thought there were two more episodes of this. Oh. And I'm almost to the end. I don't know. You know what I did? I paused it when he was making the waffle and I made my own waffles. No, you did yeah, I not, did. I swear. I was like, I sat down and I was all ready and I'm like, you know, cutting into my little, little Bizquick waffles I made with my waffle maker. Wow. Yeah. Great. You're until, really getting into it. Until I'm bawling and I'm like, what? That's okay. Yeah. We don't want to get too over. ahead of ourselves. Yeah. This is the last episode. So dumb. I can't believe I did that. Oh, but hey, it was probably delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sat there and cried with my waffles. Yes. <laughs> Hey, when we're crying and emotional, don't we want carbs anyway? Yes. So that absolutely makes sense. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. So she's trying to make these calls, realizes I don't know any of their last names. I don't know what's going on. Hangs up. Then we go back down to Continental Breakfast, and Nancy is still trying to explain. And I have to tell you, Dawn, this absolutely broke my heart because she's following him around, and she's just trying to explain why she mm. lied. Yeah, this was a part where I actually felt bad for Nancy. Okay, here we go. And she left a note. The police wouldn't even have looked for her. I just... We thought. should have made that decision together. It all, it all happened because I chose her. You wanted to adopt that little boy, but I wanted her. I thought because she was blind, she would need me forever. I, I needed her to, to love me. I just did. I needed too much. Oh, so she left. Mm. How could I tell you? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I can relate to that. You always want your kid to need you. And whenever they get old enough to not need you anymore, like they start to drive and stuff, you're like, mm. it makes you feel sad. It makes you feel like, well, there they go yeah, out into the world. And now I'm not needed anymore. You know, (laughs) it's just a bad feeling. You know, it's like, you know, that that separation is going to be there where they're not your baby anymore, even though, you know, when they're in high school, you still feel like they are your baby. But then they start to get like 17 and they just they're doing their own thing. Yeah. You know, and what self-reflection from Nancy? I mean, at first it was I just didn't think that the police would look for her. If yeah. And so she she had a note. Right, right, right. Valid point. Yeah. Valid point. Exactly. And. 
maybe they should have made that choice decision together. Uh-huh. But in the in that time, she was probably thinking, you know, yeah, this is really this is really why. It's because I wanted her to need me. And it's very human nature to just blame it all on yourself. Uh-huh. To go, okay, sh- I was too needy, uh-huh. so she ran away. Right. I bet if you asked away, that's not her perspective. Absolutely not. There's She's nothing. She's looking for her father and no. whatever, you know, this is another dimension. Yeah, she she had no idea. She's looking for her dad. She There's literally nothing that anybody could have done. She's yeah. still going to always go look for her dad, no matter who her adoptive parents are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was just heartrending. Yes, it was. Oh, and then we then they transfer back to school where conveniently <laughs> they start the the other the kids start looking to see if Hap really exists, trying to track him down. Yeah. through his research because you know she's just told him all about that. Yeah, pilot and anesthesiologist. I can't say that word very well. Yes, and then conveniently they find Prairie. In a YouTube video playing her violin in Grand Central Station. Right, right. Which they didn't find before, but they found now. Yeah, I don't remember what they looked up, but anyway, it validated them that the whole story was true. Yeah. It really did. And I was glad that they found that. So. mm. Yes. So I guess Alfonso French, he is on a mission. Yeah. He wants to prove that this, in fact, happened. So while... We got Nancy and Abel and the OA mm-hmm. at the Holiday Inn, you know, having yeah. some breakfast, continental Gosh. breakfast. He breaks into the house. Yes, he does, which I find to be a little weird. Oh, everything in the house gets weird. Yeah, because he's looking around and he finds books. Oh God! Oh my gosh! So this is where my heart started to break a little bit. Um, so under the bed, he finds. Um, uh, the Oligarchs, the book The Oligarchs, uh, uh, Encyclopedia of Near-Death Experiences, The Book of Angels, and The Iliad by Homer. Under her bed. So then he comes to the conclusion that, you know, this that she's just created all of this by reading books, and it's her imagination, and it breaks his French's little heart. Yes. What was your first thought when he found all the books, Dawn? Uh, I just thought she's researching the things that made sense to her. You yeah. know, which I still feel like that that is the true answer to why she had all those books. Yeah, because she had all these names. She's like thinking, OK, how can we explain all of this? So she's researching things about angels, what people think about them. You know, I don't think it's something that that um, made her make up this story. Yeah. I don't believe in that. Or that. She had it before. And remember, she was blind when she left the house. Right. So when they be at Braille. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, so she might have gotten them after. I don't know. I just, yeah. I just, I think that um, there are things that we don't see and that she could have gotten those books after. I just, yeah. Yeah. I don't, but they want, as the viewer, they want to put doubt in our minds so that the ending is more powerful. Yes. And I don't know about you when you uh, go and break into someone's house, but the first thing after seeing something that might have been a reveal, I might want to run out of the house. Oh, no. Alfonso, he goes into the bathroom to, you know, rinse his face a little bit. Right. Kind of weird. He he sprinkles his face with or splashes his face with water, looks into the mirror, and he's Homer. What does that mean? I have been waiting to talk about this. What's your interpretation? Okay. Okay. So I think, uh, so you could interpret it as you are seeing after we see the books, 
the audience realizes, oh, she's just making this up, you could interpret it as all the people in the abandoned house, her disciples, represent one of the people that are imprisoned. Each person. Yes. And, and he is Homer. French is Homer. Got it. And okay. I would think, naturally think that that would be Steve. Right. If we were going to be drawing lines exactly. in parallel to the, the other people. Right. But what I think, what I want to believe is that that is the other dimension. You are seeing a glimpse through there. French doesn't see it, but we do. Oh, you don't they think are... French sees Homer no. in the reflection? No, because I think anyone's normal reaction would be to freak out. If you look at your own face and it's not your face, wouldn't you jump back and scream? I and he think, didn't. No, I think it is Homer looking out, trying to find Prairie. I think that they are there in the other dimension waiting for her. And Whoa. that's the glimpse that we see of that. That's That was when I went, oh! <gasps> Oh, my gosh. But mirrors have never really been a part of this before, have they? <sighs> no, but... But maybe it's a way yeah. Yeah, to get a reflection into something else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're right. He did not really react, did he? No. Alfonso, when he looked in the... But we can see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> At this point, I was like, Uh, are you kidding me? Well, at first it depressed me because I thought, oh, my God, you know, uh, oh, no, I'm seeing now that she's made all this up. Like, I was eating my waffle going, oh, God. Mm -hmm. But then we're coming closer to the ending here, and I rethought that part. So, Wow. All right. I I didn't know what to make of seeing Homer's face in the mirror. I just, I thought maybe... Because at my at this point, I didn't think that Alfonso thought that it was. He just saw the books, uh-huh. and it, it may, there might have been a little bit of doubt. Mm-hmm. But it was confirmation when he looked in the mirror and he was Homer mm. that he he was like, okay, no, this really did happen. Okay, okay. So I thought maybe he saw it and was like, oh yeah, naturally I mm-hmm. just look like Homer. Yeah. Anyway, he leaves the bathroom. Yeah. And it gets weirder in this house. What the hell? Because the FBI fake therapist is there. Yeah. Hot therapist. How did he get in there? Why, yeah. And why is and he there? And why is he there in the night? I guess that's just not to be, be answered. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could he be someone that's helped leading her? Maybe he's another angel. Oh, my God. But they don't really openly discuss... I don't think they ever really openly discuss her being an angel or anything like that. No, because she just talks about she, yeah, and oh, actually they're it's off the confirmed, board. yeah, yeah, that she's just talking about the five that you know meet her in the abandoned house and mm-hmm. dance. He just together. thinks she's traumatized, right? So maybe he's just going over to check on them. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing there in the in the night. Like, dude, why are you in someone else's house? That's weird and not explained. Do you think it's just con- more convenient for the storytellers to have them bump into each other that way? Is there supposed to be a meaning behind that? I don't know. Oh God, it's almost too much <laughs> to think about. That I, I'm really not sure. And the thing is, is that he is the one, other than her disciples that she has chosen. Uh huh. He is the one that's outside of it that he's been chosen for her. Uh-huh. You, you know, you mean the FBI? The FBI guy? fake uh-huh. therapist yeah. because you know she needed to talk to someone and that was kind of part of in she didn't want to take medication. So this is part of her talk therapy. Mm-hmm. And of all of them, he's kind of breaking through a little bit. At least it feels like that. Mm-hmm. She feels comfortable with him and she's at least telling him more than she tells her folks. Right. So 
Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's in the house, and then he then he hugs Alfonso. Yeah, and yeah. So then he takes the books and puts them on the back of his car and shows the others. And At Applebee's, because like, that's where he works now after getting fired from Olive Garden. Did you notice that? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're at Applebee's, Applebee's now? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> really dumb detail there. But he invites all of them outside. They're they're crushed. Mm-hmm. He's like, so this is what it is. She's basically made all this up. So all the disciples are there. And poor Michelle slash Bucky oh. takes the angel book and goes, I'm going to take this one. And then they just leave the books out there. Sad pandas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, then we go back to OA. She is now under house arrest. She has her little ankle bracelet on. She has an ankle monitor. She's medicated again. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah. So she's medicated. She's gardening. Um. And she applied for college, apparently. She's going to take some creative writing classes, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, oh, great. She could write about all of this and have a you yeah. know, Harry Potter world. Maybe that's what has happened and that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also find out that the teacher, Broderick Allen, she's been fired. Right. So she's packing up all of her, her crap. But she's taking it pretty well. Yeah. She's just kind of like, dude, I'm going to just, you know. You know what? Do something different. I think I'm going to go to the Pacific Northwest or whatever she says. Yeah. Yeah. So then we also see that the the kids are now not eating with each other. They're not hanging out. They're back to their respective cliques. Sitting apart. Steve has his new girlfriend from detention. Yep. And And that's kind of sad to see, too. Yeah, it is. It feels gross. I hate it. I'm like, I want you guys to still be friends. And it's like they've moved on. Yeah. They're like all fake moving on. Right. So then we go back. Here we go, guys. Oh, my God. This episode's not over yet. Oh, my God. The beginning of the end. So Prairie's in the bathtub at her house. Mm hmm. All of a sudden, she's kind of, which is always a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she's just kind of dozing off. She wakes up, scares the crap out of me and my cats. I'm like, whoa. She flips out. She has a nosebleed. She's Mm -hmm. having a premonition. Another one. She runs downstairs and starts running down the road. Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking, can't you ask for a ride? Oh, yeah. I think she's so compelled just to get there. Like, and Abel sees her leave and lets her leave. Oh. Because she's like... Abel's kind of like, I know what's going like, on. Like, hey, you just need to let her be who she is, you know? Um Got it. And um, at the same time, we cut back to um, Broderick Allen. She's walking out. She has her stuff. She's ready to leave school. She hears the cafeteria. She wants to go say goodbye. Or just take a look in there. Yeah. Right? And she, um, she just kind of gets a feeling, I'm going to go over there. Yeah. Oh, and when she does, there's a kid. He's got a, you know, like a bulletproof vest on. He has a gun and he's approaching the high school and starts shooting. Of course, it gets chaotic in the lunchroom. Right. The five see each other and they just start springing into action. Right. Everybody doing goes the under the tables. They're all hiding. They're terrified. And then you real like for me, my heart's pounding watching this because uh, it all starts to make sense. All of the weird cryptic premonitions that she's had when she talks about the glass windows and the clanking of silverware and what she hears and sees. But she doesn't know why she's compelled to dream about this over and over again. Now it all 
makes sense. <laughs> it's coming together. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening, right? I didn't feel that way. I felt, oh, my gosh, there's a shooter in the school. Oh. What are the kids going to do? I knew she was running, but I didn't know exactly she was running there yeah. to the school. And, yeah, when it happens, I thought, oh, good. What a great distraction. Uh-huh. Because one of the teachers is able to tackle the shooter. Mm-hmm. And get get going. Yeah. But, of course, before, he, gets, he fires off a, a few shots. Yeah. Roderick Allen comes into the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. She's in there. They're all doing the movements, like you said. And you know what I thought? What? I thought, oh, good. They're going to sacrifice their lives. They're all going to die and go into the other dimension because they're doing the movements. And they're going to choose to go. That's what I thought was happening, that they were all going to die. And I was excited. What? <laughs> I was like, they're going to go. And Prairie was running there, so I knew she was going to die. Like, I thought they were all going together. All six of them were going to yes, go together. Yes. Wow. But, and, and they were going to basically, their mission in life, their purpose was to save the rest of the students. Yeah. Which it was. It was. But it wasn't to go to the other dimension. It was to help Prairie. Get to her next level. Which, that Interesting. was. In that moment when they show her at the glass and then it pans back <gasps> and she's been shot. Oh, turn on the waterworks. Did you cry or were you like, this is stupid? No, I didn't think it was stupid. I just thought, oh. I mean, it was kind of all coming together. You probably got there faster than I did, like putting all the pieces together mm. because I just, you know, she was running. The kids are doing the movements and and the teacher and I just thought, oh, good, they got the shooter down. That's great. Yeah. Where's OA? And then yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh wow, okay, she's going to the next dimension. But I didn't get emotional about it because I thought this is what she's wanted. She's yeah. She's gonna choose to go there because she's already confirmed that that she's gonna do that. Yeah. The other kids. I just had a feeling that they wanted to stay where they are because of all their relationships and then the uh-huh. bright future of, you know, the teacher, she's going somewhere else and the other kids are, you know, they're doing their thing. <laughs> right. And plus they want to see what's for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, I'm not on. leaving. We got a day off at school tomorrow because of all this BS. So Yeah. So uh, I, right when I saw that, I thought, oh, okay, well, well, she's so unhappy here. And what is she going to do? She's going to choose to go, and she's going to go. And just hope and pray that they're going to all meet together in the same dimension. Yeah. Or she could just die. Yeah, she could just die. But then what are all the premonitions about? She's just intuitive. Mm, okay. I just yeah. thought, well, she's yeah. just... You know what? And you can make your own decision. Yeah. So we have this final clip here of... This heartbreaking clip of Steve chasing after the ambulance. Yeah, so she's, yeah, they've called the ambulance. She's all, she's, she's on the gurney. She's, she's going. She's still conscious. And so you'll hear her in the beginning. And yeah, what happens with Steve? Oh. you see. I have the will. Can't you feel it?
sci-fi find each other, they're watching. What's happening? Take me with you. Mm. <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, I will say this for the scene in the cafeteria that some people think is really hokey and dumb, like a flash mob. <laughs> yeah, it did feel some, like a flash mob. Some friends of ours are like, that stupid flash mob. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Um, I will say I felt like it was shot really well mm-hmm. as far as 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 far as like, you know, director of photography. It was it was beautiful. I thought the music direction was great. The music, the it was movements, a it was very, very emotional. And I really feel like they accomplished what they wanted. Even if you don't like it or don't agree with it, you have to admit that that scene was very powerful. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. Especially with what's happening in the world, too. You know, yeah. With shootings in schools. I mean, it, it can happen. Yeah. And so you just, right, no, I absolutely agree with that. And at this point, we're eight episodes in. Yeah. I want to believe that that she really believes what's happened. Th- yeah. Th- this is happening. She really is an angel. And she's going to go to another dimension. Like that, I, I really do at this point want to believe that. Then we have one more clip. This is the very end. She's all in white. And she, here's, well, here's the close of the show. They said it would be. Invisible, like jumping into an invisible current. It just carries you away. There's that heartbeat. my gosh so oh see i want to believe because you know why we've invested all this time i know for god's sake at the very end I'm if crying, this is some I have a waffle intricate <laughs> tragic story yeah you're eating your have you are you oh, done with your waffle god. at this point on i made two so yeah i just sat there and <laughs> cried after because i thought i was moving on to a next episode remember oh that's right yeah you i was like oh my god i get to see the next dimension and then i'm like what so then i had to go back and i couldn't believe it yeah i was flabbergasted that that was the end and, I, yeah, and I would, that they didn't give me more right I, in many ways, I like it because it was open. Sure. You can kind of interpret it how you'd like. But I would just think if this was all an elaborate lie, how cr- how cruel. How cruel to mess with our emotions <laughs> and to mess how with everything. How you do that to us? Why are you doing this to us? That's really my, that was my feeling. And that how insane this is. And then I thought, going back to her story, okay, what could be real? What, did, did she make up the entire thing? Was she just trying to cope with what happened to her? Because really, she could have been a captive of of Hap. And he was maybe doing some near-death experience experiments on her and this was just her her way of coping mm. with the reality of being a captive for seven years and drinking out of a stream and you know so eating are the other pellets. prisoners there maybe I, those are all aspects of herself maybe they're not there oh, i know that's God, no. so then you start thinking about that and and so it just oh i was 
I was happy because it was over. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe she's but upset yeah. that now there, it just kind of blew up into, well, what is real? What what actually is going on? And by telling the story, we're all storytellers, right? Yeah. And th- that helped her to kind of make that make it real for her, even though she might have been confused about it. And yeah. Oh, let's so, just believe that it's all real. Is that so? So re- when that happened, you thought. Okay, she met Homer. Yes. They're in the other dimension. Uh All good. Okay, is Hap there? He would have to be. You think so? Because they need five. They need five people to go. Right? Right. Well, they have Renata. (laughs) Yeah. They have Scott. Renata, Scott, Rachel, Rachel, Homer, Homer. and then Hap. And then we... you You have to have five. So I think that... I think that... They are in. This is what I want from the episode. Yeah. What do you want? What I want from season two. I want. If there is, so you want a season two. I want a season two. Oh, I don't know, girl. This I don't is. Know. You know I, what I, would be really I, I freaking think I can cool? handle this. What would be? Cool? I want a season two and a season three. What? Okay. Season right. two. How about this? Okay. Season two. We get to see the prisoners in the other scientists' lab, and see their story. Do we really want to know their story? I do. I want to they're, know. They're hanging out in like the morgue in those little coffin boxes with purple water. Um, I think those are just the people. Yeah. Are those the dead ones? I or think those are the dead ones. Or does he kill them and put and like store them in no, there? No, he has. I, I, those are the dead ones. I think he has a whole captivity. A whole like menagerie after down. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So no, I, season I, two. You, so no, no, I can't take that. If it was. I, if, but come on. I if it was. No. Would you watch season two? Heck no. No. Okay. No, because there's already so many questions. <laughs> so the next. With the other captives <laughs> that I can't, I can't even worry about a whole nother group of science <laughs> guinea pig humans. And then the third season, which will be the final season, oh, is Dawn. them meeting together <laughs> in the other dimension. The two captive Groups. Maybe they go to the another another dimension because they need ten. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, please. Dawn. You guys, if if Britt Marling and whatever the other guy's name is that I can't pronounce, if they're listening to this, uh-huh. you know, because they are for sure. Yeah. Please write that. No. This needs to die. <laughs> like this this needs to die. <laughs> we need to be done with this. So the next season of this podcast is called Dawn Does the OA. Yeah. Because <laughs> Alexis is out. I, okay. If they do make a second season, yeah. of course I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Because I would just be curious. And why? Mm-hmm. If I was them, I would not want to do one. I don't think they want to, to yeah. be honest with you. Because there's so. no, there hasn't. But you, you know, can't win. Well, right. And, you know, they're, they're usually is they... Like a lot of series, they will release and say episode two is coming or not episode two. season two. Season two is coming. We haven't heard that. They've been interviewed. Britt Marling says in an interview, do you really want that? Because no. we kind of like where it ends. Yeah. She's not saying for sure. I bet some money could sway her. Probably. Come on, girl, write something. Okay. How about this? What if season two wasn't about where OA is? Uh-huh. But it's the five that helped her get to wherever she is. Right. And how they've transformed. Because, look, one thing at this point, I thought, wow, all of that character development, the layering of all of these great characters is now lost. Right. You know, okay, what happens to them? Yeah. 
but yeah. but that's part of being wide open to no i do not want a season two <laughs> yes, i don't do. i can see I, I like, i'm I, smiling right now because <laughs> you're getting excited about that i would watch that I'm i would watch anything to, that has to do with this i'm just series. trying to figure out what what would work and how which direction they can go in because that's the whole point is that we don't know right and is she like kind of trapped? I mean, depending on what you believe, like where's Katoon? You know, I think she she's trapped. <laughs> she's at Pier One. Yeah, <laughs> getting a new blanket. Yeah, okay, getting a new snuggie. God. Getting some bangle bracelets at Claire's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I mean, and was it all made up? No, no. Was it though, Don? It's not. It's not made up. Please don't. I'm gonna and have then, to go have a d- waffle. And again. Maybe the parents and the kids all get together and they share their stories. And they go, oh, she died. Well, that's too bad. Oh. No, I think it's, I mean, there wouldn't be a purpose to write. Uh, uh, no, it's open. It's open. Whatever right. you want to believe. I mean, I feel very tortured by what happens. I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I really do. I just, I have to believe that OA went to the other dimension. Yeah. And she's there. Now, I don't know if Hap is there or not. But you're right. They need five. They so need five. See, I don't understand. Maybe, maybe oh, how about ALS Evelyn? <gasps> maybe she's the... No. Oh, she she died. Yeah, she died. She died. She got killed. She did die. Oh Lord. Oh my oh, goodness. My God, I want to see the other captives. That would be super interesting. Yeah. Okay. And what they went through, but remember, his theory was different from Haps. So they might have been having completely different. Because what was his? His theory was that you. Um, what oh, did God, he say? I can't remember. Oh, in death, you need more life. More life is the answer to living more. Wait. Well, that's death, very cryptic. Living. Oh, what did he say? Uh, Something about the answer to death is more life. I think that's what he said. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Back through your oh, notes. right, like I can read this, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I okay. don't know what he says, but it's not it's not the real deal. Yeah. Obviously, he knows that he doesn't have the answer because then he threatens to uh he wants the real secret. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, basically, maybe maybe it's just that the OA and Homer are together. That's How about that? Fine. That's fine with me. Because the other ones, they had a connection with them, but but not really. And they, they don't know the fifth movement, do they? Maybe Homer went down there and taught them. Oh, yeah. I mean, he would have had to. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. Maybe it is just Homer and O.A. together. And maybe she and just now died. It's the new sitcom on Fox, where they're <laughs> right. just living in an apartment in New York. <laughs> Away in Homer, another dimension. <laughs> dun dun dun. Oh boy! Wow. So oh. we want to know what you think about this whole wacky series, um, and we will do another episode of this podcast once we, after a couple of weeks, look through everybody's comments on the Facebook page, and also hashtag my talk the OA. Mm-hmm. And follow us on social media too. Yeah. If uh, yeah, use that hashtag at Dawn at Dark. That's you, Don. Yes. I am at Lex and the Cities. Love to hear from you. And I guess this wraps it up. Wow. In a mystery. Because I just, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. I, help, Alexis. Help me. Come please. to the light. Oh. Oh right. boy. There okay. we go, guys. That's it. Join the conversation. Thank you. It's been fun. It's been fun. Bye. Bye, guys.